and welcome back to another episode of Completely Hooked with your girl Angie. And joining me today is always my beautiful, lovely co-host, Maya. Maya. What's up? What's up, fam? Welcome back. Have y'all checked out our YouTube channel yet? Have you? Well, if you haven't, go ahead and uh, stop this right now and go subscribe. Yeah, I said it. Stop. Press pause. Did you do it? No, not yet? That's okay. Anyway, you can check okay. it out later. But anyway, we're going to be um, all of our episodes from one to this episode to our future episodes will go ahead and be put on our YouTube channel so that you can go ahead and check out our lovely, beautiful faces and all of our reactions. I've been told they're <laughs> really comical, but... It's always good to go and see us. We also want to give a quick shout out to our fans in the United States. We love you guys so much. We have listeners in New York and in California, down in Texas and back up to Washington. You guys, thank you so much for your support. We are so happy. And hey, if you are listening to this, don't be stingy. Tell your friends about us. Share it. Yeah. So that we can all be friends and we can all be fans together. Yeah. Okay? All right. But we are so happy for your support and thank you for continuing on supporting us. Right. Today's episode, Angie, we're going to be talking about Kingdom Legendary War Part 2. Y'all, Angie really reeled us in. We got through episodes one through five. We're really going to get through 6 through 10. This is where the thick of it is actually going to happen. And we have so much more to say about it. Yeah. So episodes 6 through 10. And once again, I'm going to preface that this is part two of the Kingdom Legendary War episode. So once again, for everybody who's listening out there who has not seen or watched Kingdom the Legendary War... Stop this right now. Go binge it. And then come back. Because this is spoilers. You will know who gets first place. You will know what happens. We are not censoring or cutting anything out. So you're going to know what happens in episodes 6 through 10. Spoiler alert. Stray Kids wins. Ah! Okay. Now that that's out of the way. That goes straight to episode 10. Well, I mean, look, not much happens in episode 10. I'm just going to preface this right there. It's just basically a three-hour recap of everything that happened. Confessionals, how they felt, the memories. One really mm-hmm. awesome performance, which we'll get into later. Not right now. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Stray Kids won. Boom. Done. Okay. Right. Like Maya said, episode 6 through 8 is really where the thick of it is, because Episodes one through five is leading up to it. That's when, like, the competition really really started heating up. It was, like, episode five. So, once again, people out there, if I haven't already thoroughly spoiled it for you, turn this (laughs) off, go watch Kingdom the Legendary War, and come back to us. And let us know what you think, what your thoughts are, if you've watched it. You know, right. things like that. We really, really appreciate 
any kind of feedback, especially on episodes like this, because, you know, everybody has their own opinion, you know? Like, y'all out there might like the boys better than Stray Kids, or, you know, SF9 better than everybody else, or you're an iconic, and you thought they got robbed. You know? (laughs) They got robbed. Oh, okay, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm gonna hold back my... I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, (laughs) six or eight is really where, like, the things heat up, and that is what we're going to talk about. We're going to, like, kind of, you know, blurb about nine and ten, but mostly this is going to be about six or eight, because that's where where everything happens. Right. So, jumping right in, moving on to episode six. They, at the end of episode five, that is, ATs won first place for that competition, for the Reborn competition. They got first place. So they got to have their pick on the two teams they wanted to co- to join up with for the, the split team competition. And it was really clever because they had already picked Icon for the Reborn episode. And that was one stand, something in they absolutely wanted to work with. So it was obviously a no-brainer for them to pick B2B because they got, like, top choice two times in a row. They're like, oh, hell yeah, I get to work with both of my, my like, you know, Sunbane M's, so hell yeah. So obviously they picked B2B and Stray Kids, because why not? I think right. it was for the best because I really think that the boys SF9 and Icon really needed each other. You think so? I think so. I'm with you on the part where, like, I I see where ATs and straight kids really, really work well together because their styles are almost, they're very similar, you know, in, in age and everything. And they all really do adore, you know, B2B. So, like, it was a very great mesh, you know, for them to work together. But, like, with SF9 and um, the boys, it was just, like... Crickets. It was... Huh? It was crickets. Like... Like... You're breaking up. Is this, like, grandkids? Is that what you said? That's, like, crickets. Girl, crickets. It was... Yeah, girl, it was, it was crickets. It was like, it was like, like looking at a painting. While it was drying. While it was drying, yes. It was, yes, it was just, it was just, mm. I, okay. I have no words for it. It was just, it wasn't like it was a great pairing. Like it was supposed, like it was gonna be something really fabulous or the energy, it's like the energy was not there, period. Right, and I have theories why, but we're gonna get into that after the field day episode because what we're saying now actually directly correlates to the field day episode because that's what episode six opens up. They're breaking up the monotony and they go have a little field day event, you know? You, yeah. You know, a sports day is what they called it. And it was Mayfly mm-hmm. against It's One. <laughs> At least... Aga, aga, aga. Okay, so that's not what they aga, called aga. themselves. 
I'm sorry. I don't really recall because it was cringy and I blocked it from my memory. <laughs> it, was, it, it, it translates it's one. But like when they presented it as Agaga, Agaga, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh no. Yeah. Who came up with this? And why? Shoot him. <laughs> Boat him off the island. Jeez Louise. Like, stop it. Who did this? Like, Mayfly. Okay. I get it. That's cool. We live for today. Right. You, know, you live for one day and that's it. It was like, you live for today and you die today. You know, it was, that, it was such a cool concept. I was like, cool. It is. It's very metaphorical. It's very carpe diem. Right. But then like, ah, ga, ga. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. It Again. Was- Almost like all the extroverts were on one team and all the introverts were on another team. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Because I, I even that. in the field day, Mayfly, they are bucking each other up. They are hyping up each other. It was nothing but butt slaps and high fives. All right? Okay. It really was. It was, I'm going to carry you off the field. Woo, woo, woo. And, and... It's one is just golf claps. Right. I mean, the boys, the boys were bucking each other up, but there's like 15 of them. So like, obviously that's going to (laughs) happen. But like SF9 was just sitting there and Icon was just sitting there and they're like. "Uh, Right. And like, why are we here? What, what did Bobby do? Like again, Bobby was there. I didn't there. actually see Bobby participate in anything at all, except for that exactly. one point where one of his members was about to do the um, the high jump, and right before uh-huh. he hit the little uh, thingy, <laughs> the little thingy, he, he like whoo, yeah. and it messed no, him no. up so bad. I was like, oh, you wrong for that. I was like, I would have, I would have ran after Bobby. Like, I would have tackled him. him. I would have, I would have, I would have yes. hit him. Cameras, no cameras. Um, Woo! That was me. We would have been scrapping. <laughs> like, I would have hit him. Bobby was enjoying himself, even though he was, he was like, I'm not going to participate, but I was like, I'm, it's fun to watch. Right. He was. He and then at one point in time he had a microphone. So there's a tent, guys, and um, Tungman Max and uh, a variety of different um, you know people that were there were uh, from the groups were um, kind of like com- com- commentating while they were doing the while they were out there doing their field day, whatever. And actually, Max Shaman had. For the first half, it was two guest MCs, which was yeah, two, which was Wu Young from ATs and Chang Ben mm-hmm. from Straighties, aka Alchemy and Balcony or Lovey and Dovey. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so cute. And, but like, and Yun Kang from BTB. 
everybody had microphones all the way down the tent. Okay, so all the way down, you know, one side, you know, with SF9 and uh, Winner and um, and the boys, and then all the way down with AT, Stray Kids, and B2B, they all had microphones. And I don't know who or why they kept giving Bobby the microphone. But somebody midway through decided and finally took the microphone from Bobby because Bobby was literally sitting on the sidelines. You suck. I don't <laughs> like, remember that at all. It was like, and he was legitimately laughing into the microphone as his his player, you know, his like his friends, <laughs> his teammates were messing up. He was literally on the sideline just laughing into the microphone. I was like, somebody please take the micro microphone away from Bobby. Take it from him. It is counterproductive. <laughs> it's, it's, it's counterproductive. Take it from him. Please give him a coffee <laughs> and a blanket so he can go to sleep. Right. You know, because it's like, it's just that. not right. Oh my gosh. I really do want to sit down and watch it with you. And so yeah. I can be like, look, look, he's at it again. He has the microphone in his hand and he's literally laughing. Cause then, cause they can hear you into the field. Yeah. What you're saying into the field and all your, if you are at the pole vault <laughs> and you hear your team member, you hear Bobby going <laughs> into the microphone, I'm, that can't possibly help you any <laughs> be ready for, you know, to hit the pole vault. Or I'm probably saying it wrong, the vault or whatever they were using. I don't know, the thing you jump they over. had to jump over. There's a thing they had to jump over. But like, he was, oh, I just felt so bad for his teammates. Yeah. This is like, oh, I just felt so bad for him. Yeah, and well, not only that, but that aside, like, on the Mayfly side, they were all intermingled. Like, you couldn't tell who was oh, with, yes. part, with what group, whereas it's one was very, they were isolated. You can tell. This was Icon. This was SF9. Yeah. This was the boys. They weren't mixing together yeah. or really even talking to each other, even in this, in this sports day. It was very minimal interactions <laughs> between them. And this was like a group exercise. Yeah. Right? I'm like, wow. Right. Oh, wow. Like I said, nothing but high fives and butt slaps over here and crickets over here. It really was. I mean, <laughs> the liveliest one was Bobby telling everybody that they sucked. <laughs> Pretty much. And then like, uh, uh, okay, so my shining stars were B2B. <laughs> I feel there was a <laughs> okay. They were, they were like the biggest, loudest, I have to say out of everybody, you know, and they didn't, they, they cheered for everybody. Oh yeah. They cheered for everybody. Every they single person. Everybody. Right. Especially, um, the other Tangmen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the other Tangman, and I think they did that on purpose. Uh, especially um, Peniel, he came up behind like Tangman Max and was like yelling for Tangman into a microphone. 
<laughs> as he was about to do the uh, vault. And then the rest of everybody would come in on it too because Max was just like losing his flipping mind. Like he's just laughing his behind off. He was just like, I can't take it anymore, y'all. The foolery was just hardcore. I know. It really was. Just like, And I felt like the more Max lost it, the more B2B had to like... <laughs> had to take up their foolery a little further. Right, because that's just like, <laughs> I didn't ask to be in charge of this zoo. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but it was, I don't know. Uh, y'all, if you're not, if you're not going to watch it, it, like any of the shows, please watch Sports go Day. Watch. Just watch Sports Day. It was, it was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Right. You won't be. It was, it was great. It was a, one of those really great enriching moments for them. Yes. And I think that was probably the only the only time that they were able to like actually just really mingle with each other, you know, out, you know, within the studio kind of setting. Right. Ish. <laughs> you know, because well, it's it wasn't like field. it was the. F- First, that was the only time that they were able because they're they hang obviously they're hanging out like behind the scenes and intermingling sort of. I use that term loosely because no. obviously some of them are not intermingling with each other. Because I've seen like certain behind the scenes clips of Kingdom and like mostly like yeah. Stray Kids and B2B and some of the boys and ATs they're going mm-hmm. out to talk to each other all the time. Yeah. It's the other ones that aren't. And Here. I think it had to do I think that had a lot to do with uh, production period. Because P. Neil had uh, brought out in uh, one of his uh, interviews with Dive Studio he was just like yeah man they wouldn't let us talk to each other. Like we could not like fraternize with the other groups at all. <laughs> they wouldn't let us because I guess they were thinking we would tell them, you know, what we were doing and just that and the other thing. But he like he said that they would not let us, you know, talk to each other. And I was just like, yeah, it's a competition, you know, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. But like you could tell they didn't care. No, no. <laughs> I was like, that's But you could see the ones that did was... care. Because all I saw was the boys, the straight kids, and the aunties talking to each other all the time. I'm like, all the time. <laughs> like, all the time. I'm like, right. yeah, don't follow your rules. <laughs> exactly. And that's pretty much what he was like. He was like, man, uh, can we go and say hi to him? And they were like, no. And he was like, why? You know, like, like why? why? I really want to go and say hi to them. And they're like, why? You know, and I was like, I was like, I wanted to, I was just like, ah! you know, come at them with like, oh, I'm sorry, y'all, sorry, sorry. I was, I got angry for a minute and I picked up a pen and I got angry about that. It's okay. <laughs> You're allowed to. Well, I could. Look, I pity the, the producer that's out there. And told Uyong that he couldn't talk to anybody because he gone straight up laughing in their face and say, uh huh. 
and then like skip away and go collect idols like he has been doing since he debuted, okay? Right? <laughs> I love the way you put that, collect idols. <laughs> Cause yeah, that just, that's just, that's exactly what he does. Mm -hmm. like, who, can you, who can I call today? Basically. <laughs> who doesn't know him? Basically. I don't Sorry. know. But anyway. Yeah, so. Y'all are going to see like blinking happening. I'm sorry. Like my ring light is going out and I can't afford it to get a new one. So like, like, and subscribe and listen <laughs> as many times as you can so that I can get a new ring light. We're going to start a GoFundMe <laughs> new ring light for Maya. Completely hooked podcast. I'm kidding everybody. That doesn't exist. Don't search for it. Anyway. It doesn't exist yet. <laughs> if we're desperate enough. We're, we're not there yet. <laughs> Give us some time though. Anyway. So yeah, the field day event, the sports day event was like a for me, as I was watching on to the next episode, it was a precursor of how they were going to interact within this competition between the the groups. You know, the super groups is what I'm going to call them. The super groups. Well, I mean, but basically that's <laughs> what they did. That's what they created, two super groups. It is. But I'm not gonna go lie. into that. Let's just talk about the visual king of sports day before we end episode six here. <laughs> oh my gosh, the visual king. Y'all, they had put up everybody's pictures and they had to vote on who will be the visual king for the day. So it was it was supposed to be. <laughs> A four slots, you know, for one rank one through four, but it wound up being rank one through five because the fourth and fifth place was a tie. <laughs> so, oh my god, I don't know. I, I just <sighs> it was in Kang from BTV and. One of the guys from the boys that I don't know who it is because they're 17 okay. members. <laughs> so it was, yes, Ung Kwang. I think it's Ung Kwang. I think that's how you say it. Kwang or Kwang or Kang. I can't, Kang. I'm, I'm not certain how to pronounce it, y'all. But it's Hyung and Hyun Jae from the boys, right? I guess. I don't remember any of the boys' names except for Sanu, okay? <laughs> look, y'all, go look at the episode, but it was Hyundai. That I just know that that was his name. And then in third place, Sun Woo came in. And this fool was like, he voted for himself. And on his paper, he said, <laughs> he said, how did he put it? He said, uh, if you look at me, you'll just know. <laughs> and I was like, like, get out of here, boy. Right, go sit down. Go, go sit, sit down. down. <laughs> and then number two was our Felix. The cream puffiest of cream puffs. Our little young Bucky. I know. 
He was like, me, really? I can't believe it. I was like, yeah, dude. But his little shocked face, he was like, wait, what, really? Me? Right? Like, out of everybody, me? I don't know. It was so adorable. His, like, stage persona and who he really is is completely different. And it, like... Yeah. I can't do Felix ever. That's gonna be a rant that I have to go on another day, y'all. Yeah. Because I cannot... I can't deal with Felix at all. I mean... (laughs) But... the Look, cream puff. The cream puff came in number two. The cream puff came in number two. The little soft marshmallow guy came in number two with, the, with his cute little freckles and his deep voice. You know, <sighs> which is really funny because number one, the visual king of sports day was Lee Min Kuk. Another one that I cannot deal with because his personality offstage is also so marshmallowy and cream puffy. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just like, how do you do this? One minute you're ripping your shirt off, and the next minute you're you're talking about how adorable Felix is because he's handsome and pretty, and he reminds you of an anime character all while you have this cute little dimply grin on your face. Get out. <laughs> out. Yeah, like, Minhyuk is like, I don't know, I love his personality. He's just, he's, wow. I, I loved him from the moment I saw him. I was like, what the heck? Who is this? He's an enigma. That's an enigma. <laughs> I think there are too many in this show to just put him, just to put him down as an enigma. Yeah, he is. He he was really great, and it, he was such a really good sport about it too. Yeah, and I love the fact. I love production. I love like Korean <laughs> production. The, the first halo. place. <laughs> yeah, the first place winner got to have like this uh, halo around them in in like every scene after they won the visual king. <laughs> but yeah. it was kind of like really uh, everybody agreed once he won. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, it's true. Visual king. It's true. It's like yeah, it's true. He we can't like, compete with this. We can't, right, exactly. Because, he's like, like, he's handsome inside and out. Like, I mean. Right, exactly. There's zero body fat and zero Snarky. bad karma. Like, he has, like, zero bad karma. Like, like so. you can cry on those broad shoulders. <laughs> and then he'll, like, show you his abs. I don't know, like. It's for dogs. You're you're re- okay. Okay, we we're reaching. Just go look it up. Yeah, just go look it up. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, you won't be at all. Like literally, everybody. Mm-mm. Anyway, so that's basically the end of Sports Day for me. Like I said, it was a precursor of how the supergroups were going to interact with each other in the actual mm. competition between It's One and Mayfly. So we're gonna just laugh from beginning to end. It yeah. was a really great episode. So 
with that being said, episode seven is when the competition actually started between It's One and Mayfly. And the first unit to go up was the rap unit. Yeah. Look. I'm going to start off with Mayfly. Because let me tell you something. Even though stylistically, each one of them had a completely different style of rapping and how they made music. It worked. It was the perfect confluence of events that just melded them together. It, re- it really did. I mean, they walked in to the studio with Chang Ben, not Chang Ben, I'm sorry, with Chris. And uh, Chris already had like a- A track wave. A tra- yeah, he already had a track ready. And they had like a, uh, what is it, um, a hook already ready for him. Yeah, Chang Ben already, already had the they, hook. Yeah, Chang Ben already had the hook, and then Chris was sitting there with the, you know, he already had a beat ready to go, and it was just like, wow. It, so it just, it all just fell together really very organically, and uh, they all put in their their two cents about it, and it just. It was it was like butter, man. It really was. It was. It, just, it was it was just that smooth. It was just it was that. I mean, the the interaction was really really awesome. Yeah, and I gotta say, oh, the grin, the cheesiness that was on Hong Jun's face the entire time when they were in that studio, because he mostly produces by himself, like. Like, yeah. maybe writes lyrics, but Hong Jun actually makes the music and the guide and the tracks and helps mm-hmm. produce, produce their, their their music. And most of the time, he's by right. himself. And he even says that he's by himself. So the fact right. that he was with these guys and he was just taking it all in and, like, they're spitballing ideas off of each other and basically writing a whole song in, like, five minutes. Like the cheesy right. grin, he would just—he felt so at ease and at home, and like he was so happy, so happy to he the was. point that, like, when the performance came, when you see the like, little confessional after their performance, yeah. And Chris said, "I want to do it again." Hung Joo looks, he goes, "He's like, can we? Can we do it again? Right? Can we do it again?" Because the way he described it was so perfect. He's like, you know that feeling you get as a child when you ride the ride that you want to ride and it's really fun and you get off? That's what I'm feeling right now. I mean, they had so much fun together. Not just the whole writing process and whatnot, but the whole production period. Mm -hmm. You saw them on the stage together. They were having fun fun like they look like kids in a freaking candy store they had fun and that's how it should be mm-hmm. you know you should your heart should really be in it and you could see it all over their faces and when your heart is in it the performance just comes alive so much more you i was in it you mm-hmm. know I, I, oh, I was all in that performance i was like dang man this is hype you know, yeah. I even found myself standing up. I was like, when did I stand up? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me sit down. 
Like, I just... <laughs> I love that song so much that I listen to it at work. It's not available on Spotify or any other wow. listening platform. You have to literally go to YouTube and pull up the performance and, and listen to right. it. Because it was just... It was so perfect. Like, they, they killed... It slapped. I don't, I'm still trying to figure out where Han breathed during his verse. Whoa, right. Like, I, do you have gills? Do you, like, have unlimited lung capacity? Because, like, I'm Didn't still, somebody mention that? Yeah, one of the guest judges was like, when does he breathe? And I'm sitting here thinking, I don't think he does, dude. I don't, I don't think he breathes when he raps at all. But, you know, that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, cause they're different yeah. styles with with Hong Jun's swag rap, right? Yeah. And and Chang Bin's aggressive rap, and you know Han's fast Spitfire rap, and you know, yeah, Chris and Minhyuk they have more of a swaggy, you know kind of like middle ground between everybody type of rap it just melded all yeah. together to make this beautiful they, bomb song and performance and, the, and it also I, I'm the sorry mess- go ahead and the message behind it was yeah so perfect the fact that they were able to put in a message along with it was just like icing on the cake mm-hmm. you know it really it really was icing on the cake but again again mad props to you know bang chan because he he can be it's his producing ability is just so amazing for his age mm-hmm. you know he he knows everybody's uh, ability And he was able to put everybody in the place that they needed to be in and work the music properly so that it would work really well with everybody. And you have to have an amazing amount of vision to do that. Yeah. And you really do need to know all of your artists in order to do that. So... I, like I said, just mad stinking props to Bang Chan. Yep. Because like his, like I said, for his age, his producing abilities is just like genius level. It oh, really is. Absolutely. It's brilliant. He's so freaking brilliant. And his also on top of that, he's able to um, grab the right tone from his performers. You know, uh, that's not always easy. That's not, it's not always easy. He's like, uh, no, I need you to do that again. You know, like, uh, no, like this. You know, and some people are too timid to do that, but not Bangtan. He's like, no, uh, let's do that again. Let's do, let's do it this way. More this. You know, I always say more cowbell. If you know, (laughs) if you know that reference. (laughs) But I mean, and you see him do that quite often throughout the, throughout the um, series. You do. You know, because that, that he, but he knows, he knows, he's a genius, but it was. He's a fucking genius, man. So that's like, why, if you aren't a Stray Kids fan, 
um, you will be by the time you're finished. Uh-huh. And if you weren't an ATs fan, you will be by the time you're finished because you will have more respect for their creative process, period. Yeah. I mean, and that's just facts because they do something else incredible for a future performance after we're done talking about this. Um, mm. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spiral off. So yeah, their performance was spectacular. It was mm. pretty perfect, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. And we're not gonna ask you because you have a much too high sense of perfection. So we're not gonna ask why <laughs> <about> that. Um, <laughs> and we're gonna move on to the it's one rap units. Oh. <laughs> Which consisted of Icons Bobby, the Sunu from the Boys, and Hyung from SF9. Right. This is where the crickets cue the chirping starts because the look, chirping really does start there. Um. And okay, so the rap unit because there was only three of them as opposed to the five for Mayfly, which is fine because right. Bobby really focused on just the rap. They, right. they competed with just rap the similar way that B2B basically just competes with their voice, you know? And it was a solid move. Right. It was smart. Okay. He was nervous. Sunu came into the conference room. Sunu's nervous. Sunu's a kid. Like, he's like maybe 21. He is. He's a baby. Yeah. And he sees this, this guy. He's around this guy that he's looked up to practically his whole life, you know? He's going to be a little bit right. nervous. And then Hyung comes yeah. in and he's all like, Mr. Stoic and blah, 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 blah. And then the honorific starts. Right. And, you know, Bobby's like, yeah, we're, let's, let's try and keep it casual. I don't like, thank you for the compliments, but, you know, I'm good, you know? I get it. You know, he was trying to keep right. it light. Right. He's trying to keep it light. And that's, I feel like that's when Sanu got the hint. And that's when he asked Bobby, he's like, hey, is it okay if I call you Pyong? And Bobby's like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. And like right. the little grin on his face. And he went like, like, yes, yes. I could call him. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> he was so freaking excited. It was like, like a light went off in his head because moving forward from that point, he was like, I'm going to be the best little brother ever. Right, yes. <laughs> like, the best little brother ever. Like, and, and also, Sonny actually mentioned that his birthday was, like, the next day. And Bobby was yeah. like, what time is it? Can we get a cake? You know? Yeah. But, Queen was just sitting there like a statue. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it was, but Bobby's not, he, oh gosh, okay, so like, I've, I've loved Bobby for a really long time, and he's just one of those people that, it, he, he just can't, he can't take a compliment for one, okay, and he doesn't like praise, period. It like, physically hurts him to give praise. Like, even his members do it to him just to piss him off. Okay, so... Um, it's, that's just kind of how he works. And so with Hui Young, 
refusing to let go of the honorifics the way that he was, it, it kind of like caused a bit of tension to continue to be there. But like, you can see that Sunwoo and, and Bobby were doing that whole big brother, little brother kind of thing. Oh no, it was like totally there because there's like there was one part where they were talking to the camera and they cause Hui Young got Bobby and Sunu shoes. And they didn't give him anything, so they're like, Well, we're gonna get you some shoes. So they were you know, they got Hui Young the shoes and then like Bobby put his arm on Hui Young and was looking at him. And then Sunu did the same thing to Bobby and was looking at Hu Young. It was like a monkey see, monkey do, like big brother, little brother, uh-huh. gonna yeah. my my little my big brother type of yeah. situation that I, I noticed throughout the whole their whole uh, section. Yeah, because like Sunu listened to Bobby. He took his direction. He he rose to that occasion. And Bobby did a great job directing them in the booth. Really did. down the track. He really let, like that's when he put his serious cap on. I was like, all right, we got serious Bobby now. Yeah. But he, you know, he really, he, Bobby kept saying, if you're having fun, the results will follow. Yes. That was the one thing he kept reiterating the entire time. You know. Right. He's like, I'm here to have fun. You should be here to have fun. Don't think about the competition. Don't think about winning. Don't think about anything. And that's when yeah. he, he Young kept saying, well, I want to win. Well, I want to win. Well, I want to win. And I could see the look on Bobby's face at a certain point. It was very, very quick. But that look was very much, well, then you might as well just leave. Right. Because right. fast forward all right, real quick. The cutest part was when before Hui Young got to um, YG, and it was just Sunu and Bobby, and Sunu just finished his his recording. Bobby goes into the mm-hmm. booth and he's like, "Okay, are you ready? You ready to debut with us?" And Sunu's like, "Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to debut with you right now. Let's go. I'll debut again with you." <laughs> You know, it was really, really, right. really cute. And I love that little brotherhood that they created with each other. It was yeah. very wholesome. It was and horrible. It, it made me smile, you know, because, like, like this made Sonny's year. He was like, I'm having the time of my life right now. I don't even care. This is a competition. I don't even care. Right. But, man... First of all, yeah. what I had my issue with Young is the aside from the whole I need to win, I need to win, I need to win is the insistence on using auto tune. Yeah. His and I'm like, you don't need it. You don't. You he really didn't need the auto tuning. So, I mean if you look back on him, like he's got mad rapping skills, okay? Like yes. seriously. You don't even need it. So why are you keep on insisting on something that you don't need and that isn't, it's not going to give you a leg up period. It's just gonna make things a tad bit more complicated for you. 
I personally felt that it took away from the song. It did. Because the song that Bobby and Sunny, what they created was, it was great. And it honestly, it, really was great. it held its own against Mayfly's song. I 100% agree. Okay, like, 100%. I don't honestly know how the judges were able to, I mean, I do know because, like, in the grand scheme of things, Mayfly was better. And it wasn't because they were produced poorly or anything like that. I really feel that it was Hui Young that really brought it down. I didn't think the auto-tune was a disservice to the track. I thought that he he did not understand the assignment because Bobby told him, he's like, we're not wearing costumes, we're wearing what we want, we're not doing choreography. And even when they were in the rehearsal room, Bobby was telling them, don't be afraid to get in front of me if the camera's in front of my face. Don't be afraid. Get in front of the camera, get up in the camera's face, you know? Just act crazy. Yeah. Just let it out and have fun. You know, it opened up. So he was on a bike. He high fives Hui Young, and Hui Young just stands there with like background dancers, not moving. Goes back to my point, like with Mayfly. Mayfly said that they wanted to do it again. Okay, they had so much fun, fun from beginning to end that they wanted to do it again. Lee Young said that at the end of the performance, he was like, after I high-fived Sunwoo, I don't remember the performance at all. He's like, I don't remember it until it was over with. And I was like, so you blanked out. I'm like, he blanked out through that performance and you could tell, Mm -hmm. you could tell. Like his eyes were glassed over, he was, further away from them the camaraderie was not there and after listening to the judges the guest judges it was the exact same thing that I thought you know after watching both of them the music was great yeah like from both ends it was really uh, it was really hard to do but it was it was definitely Cleon you know the camaraderie was not there it wasn't as strong. It would have been too difficult to judge that if we young would have just let go. Yeah. If he would have just let go and listened to Bobby and and yeah. just had yeah. fun. Yeah. It, it would have been so much better of a performance. But he just could not let go of his pride. He could not let go of that wanting for a win. And when he put that much pressure on himself, his he he just could not have fun. He couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, it, it it was gone, and he wasted he wasted a good chance. He really did. He did. He did. Now, he- and that's the thing, you know. Even though it's one loss, Bobby and Sunu obviously are on the same page with the. You know, he was like, look, outside of this competition, how how often do you get to work with artists like this? Great artists. Right. And you don't. So for Sonu and Bobby, even though they lost, they still won. Because now they have this great friendship. And, and Sonu was like, hey, it's competition. There are going to be winners or losers. But I still feel like a winner because I got to do this with my young. And I got to 
just let it out on stage and have a good time. And I couldn't ask for anything more than that. So I'm still a winner. I'm not even mad about it, basically. It was fun. It was like, you know, and, you know, that was the assignment. Because it really was. Look at their outfits. Look at what Bobby was wearing. <laughs> Very, a- I mean, icon, period. Okay. Look at what <laughs> Sanu was wearing. Very, very casual. Okay. Look at what Young was wearing. I was like, really, bruh? Really? Like, you did not understand the assignment. Did not get the assignment at all. No. Where were you when we were writing this up? Like, no. He just had to, it's like he just had to do his thing. He just. But it didn't resonate with people, obviously. It didn't. No, and that, that was the, that was the turning point for that scene. It, I mean, it really was. Yeah, because <sighs> so that was the first bad. win. That was the first one in that particular competition that Mayfly cinched was was for the rap unit and it was yeah. well deserved too not gonna lie really oh, a ps for everybody who's seen it you know the the part where they're in the jyp conference room and hong jun looks at <laughs> them and says so should we get going and they're all looking at him and chang bin was like go where and he's like the grammys and yeah silent for a minute and then they all kind of bust out laughing, and Hong Jun's like, oh, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I'm like, they thought he was joking. Like, he's serious. He's ready to take the song. He's serious. Grammys. Oh, yeah. They were like, I oh, personally we'll thought it was good award. enough, but. They were like, we'll take the mama awards, you know? You know, but they were like, he was like, no, I'm serious. Let's go to. I know. The Grammys, right? The Grammys. Grammys. <laughs> let's, let's take over the world. But yeah. So that was cute. I Thank just wanted to. I, I really I couldn't let it go until I mentioned that because it was like one of my favorite parts because, you know, he was yeah. being serious. He was. Being he serious. was. <laughs> so yeah. Mayfly's rap unit won, got the first win for that competition for the whole team. Mm-hmm. And then the next up was. It was the dance unit. Yeah. Yeah, it was the dance unit. It was the dance unit. Look, I will be honest with you, and people can at me all they want, and this is an unpopular opinion, but I think that it's one should have won and not Mayfly. Mm. Hmm. Okay, you can disagree with me. (laughs) No. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to comment about this dance section, y'all, because we talked about, I think, I think we scrapped that episode where I talked about how how yeah. actually you know what? Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you off right there, Maya. We're not gonna talk about the dance section of the competition. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. We're gonna move on to vocals. Yeah, let's leave. Let's leave it at that. We're I don't. No, I don't want to talk about the dance because I'm very, 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 very extremely picky. It's it. No. All right. 
Nope. She and Angie is is threatening me with her looks. <laughs> I'm not threatening her. I'm saving her from herself. Yes, and I'm in and all the judgment that y'all will have out there for me. So, so that's my opinion vocal. on the dance unit, and that's all you need to know. Go watch it if if you don't. If you you don't have know. a comment below. Who do you think? Who do you think should? I mean, it was it judged properly? You know, with who should have won it? Mayfly or it's one. We're gonna discuss this when we're not recording. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. <laughs> we're gonna discuss this when we're not recording. So, moving on to the vocal unit for Mayfly and it's one. This is <sighs> what I'm talking about. The crickets on the It's One side and the, the camaraderie on the Mayfly side. Because just real quick, yeah. circling back to the dance unit, not talking about the performances, but like how um, the members of Mayfly interacted just from day one when Peniel was like, oh, we need a leader. And look, Stray Kids and ATs, aside from Leo and Chainman knowing each other, they didn't really know each other, know each other like that. But you had Lee know like pointing at Peniel, looking at Wu Young, and they're just reading each other's body language just like that, you know? And Wu Young's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. And then like, Wu Young looks at Ayin. And then everybody knows, oh, we're gonna pick Peniel as the leader. Everybody was on the same page. They really were. Like from day one. Whereas it's one, and since it was only three of them, like when the first member walked in, it was like silence. And then when the third member walked in, it was silence. And I'm like, oh my God, somebody say something, please. So we are talking about the dance unit? <laughs> okay, no, no. We're just talking about that first initial... No, we're only talking about the first initial... We're not talking about the performance. The first initial, the first initial meeting yeah, of, okay. of them because it ties into the it's one vocal unit because that's the same thing that happened in the vocal unit when they were met up at whatever agency and yeah look i know you're an iconic you love icon but let me tell you something let me tell you something maya gen one is too stuffy he's too what stuffy they call him the <laughs> I get that. First of all, I get that. I see that. But he was just very matter of fact because one of the members of the boys asked if he can call him young and drop the honorifics. He literally said, no. I have to meet you at least two more times before you can do that. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. Like, it really, like, added to the tension of the whole group. Yeah, but you kind of, I think he was just, yeah, I don't know. I never I know if he's that or not, because, like, he's literally, like, I, I, I don't know, he's, they, they call him a turtle for a reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, it just, 
it seemed to lighten up as time went on for yeah, it's yeah. one vocal unit. But I did like the song that they used. They didn't really show too much of the production part of it on on the show of how they came to it and everything like that. It really they didn't spend a whole lot of time on it on it's one the vocal no. unit as they did for the Mayfly the vocal unit. Which I agree. I, I thought it was just really odd, but maybe it's because like some of the members had other schedules, or. But then again, like I don't. I saw a lot of. I saw a lot of them, you know, running in and quickly getting their verses in. Yeah. So. You know? So it could have been a lot to do with scheduling. I think it could be a lot to do with scheduling, but also I don't think any of them that was on the vocal unit for its one. Produ- was like have any producing credits so I have no idea I don't need I don't I don't remember even who was at the table you know yeah, I mean, getting so, stuff together yeah because I didn't see anybody like you know how like for the rap unit you know, we saw like all the guys at JYP in the booth in the production booth yeah. you know the same at a uh, for, for Bobby at YG, you know? Right. Um, Even for the vocal group with, with uh, Mayfly, they were... They were yeah. in production because Nin Kang was, uh, was like divvying up the lines and producing the music, right. you know? Right. So, I don't know if it... I think maybe it was because A, schedules, and B, that they weren't like producers producers the way that other members are producers right yeah but, um i thought they did a really good job on their performance because i mean there's not much to say about the behind the scenes part of it because they didn't really talk right. too much jen Wan was like don't call me young and that was basically <laughs> it There was, there was, uh, yeah, there was a lot, there was a bit of tension. Sorry, yeah. everybody. There is a bug, mosquito, fly in my face. Sorry. <laughs> Did you get it? No. No, Girl, it's gone now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but like, um, I want to say about the both, both performances okay so when I heard it's one vo- uh, vocal performance because of course they came they they came out first and did theirs I was legit like up until the end you know you, that one part yeah the dude from that messed, them up. messed it up but like almost like I was so serious I was like there's no way anybody else can do any better than this. That's yeah. why. That's how I was. I felt like, the same way. I, I did. Like, y'all, you need to go and watch it. Like, if you go watch the Mayfly vocal dance, uh, not Mayfly, the It's One vocal line, it, it was fan-flipping-tastic. Yeah. I, it was really put together very like, well you, until that one point. What? Is- 
point. It's SF9, man. They they were too hungry for the for the win. Oh, I have to stretch out my legs, y'all. It's okay. <sighs> we can record and we can stretch. Oh my goodness, because it was yeah. Oh, it was so good. I really thought there's no way they're gonna be able to do better than this. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Even if he hadn't messed up, there was no way that they were gonna beat Mayfly's vocal performance. Yes. Because after hearing Mayfly's vocal performance, again, I found myself standing up behind my couch in tears running down my eyes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I w- and then my daughter comes down the stairs cause she hears this beautiful melodic symphony of voice <laughs> and yeah. was like, who is that? And I was like, shush. It's the trifecta, <laughs> darling. Right? Okay, and who was who was on the team? Okay, it was Jung Ho from Ateez, mm-hmm. Sung Min from Stray Kids, and mm-hmm. Yun Kang from BTB. Y'all already know, like, uh Kwan from BTB, he, like, he's always flipping singing, okay? Yeah. He's always flipping, he's always showing off his, vo- his voice. So like, I just don't he, think he can help it. I think that's just his he default. can't help it. He can't. He can't help it. He can't. He he's he's got this perfect, beautiful voice that you know for opera. You know, yeah. oh. it, it's for operas. For it's for the I don't know Tony Awards for everything. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, He's 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 got the voice that can fit everything, and you already have a leg up because you have him. Exactly. Okay. And then my boy Jung Ho from ATS. <sighs> Beautiful high notes. The range. The range. Oh my gosh. The control. I just knew. I know. I just knew it. I'm sorry, but like I got flipping chills, man. It was amazing. I need y'all to pause it. Wherever you are right now, go on YouTube and listen to the song. Because it was beautiful. What song did they wind up doing? It was IU. It was an IU song. Uh, and I can't remember which IU song it was, but whatever it was, it was it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I it can't was, remember. It was so yeah, amazing. I Even IU was like, "This is perfect." Right. Not my song anymore. That's your song. <laughs> like, and then Sungmin comes in with his his velvet. Oh, velvety voice. It was just 
And then the at a certain point, like the judges said, they just sounded like one voice at various points in the song. Like I don't even need to know Korean or understand it for it to touch my soul. Y'all, y'all don't understand. I have watched this performance at least four to five times, and it makes me cry every single time. Like talking about it makes me want to cry. Like it, it's so powerful and gentle and beautiful and captivating. Look, even if the guy from SF9, like I said, didn't mess up and hit his high note like like he was supposed to in its one performance, I am sorry, nothing was ever going to beat Mayfly's performance of that song. Yeah, it's true. Okay. It really was, because I like, I, I like, production-wise, for its, its one song... They had everything. Production, vocal, they were the camaraderie was there. They worked really well together. It was it was there. It was a really great performance. But when you get to Mayfly, its simplicity and majesty mm-hmm. <laughs> was on a whole nother level and when Ange says that it reaches into your soul it just goes straight down into your heart and grabs it rips it out and then plays plays it like a fiddle and you start crying it you have you just can't you can't help yourself it's absolutely beautiful you don't even know I don't even know the lyrics to the freaking song okay I don't know the lyrics to the song I don't need to know the lyrics to the song because it's so beautiful. Yep. But like I said, I was literally standing up. I had moved behind my couch and (laughs) was crying and literally like... I could not blink because I didn't want to miss anything. It was so amazing. And it's a shame that they don't have this recorded and I can purchase it or have it downloaded, you know, because it was just that perfect. I want to own it. Yeah. I, I want, I want this. <laughs> like, I, I It's, it's just I and I don't understand why they and it's probably because you don't know how they're going to split up the money there's probably a lot of logistics in this you know why they don't have it have this together and something printed you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> where well, we can download it right. I want copies of this because it was great Man, y'all. Man. The song they performed was Love Poem by IU. That's it, Love Poem. And it's one performed at Spark by Taeyeon. Yeah. 
Did you say it was performed by Taeyeon? The original song by Taeyeon. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, but no, but it was it was it was a well deserved win. Like it really was. After that performance, it stopped being a contest. Anybody can at me with as much as they want. I'll never change my mind. And like you just if you if you watched it and you feel differently than me, then we watched something completely different. Right. Like I'm just saying. So that mm-hmm. rounded out the whole competition. Mayfly swept it. They got all three wins. So they got the extra points. Yeah. Which moves us on to basically the final uh, performance before the finale, which was No Limit. Yeah. Which kind of confused me a little bit with some of their performances, because if you have No Limit, where was your... You know, like some of some of them chose to have you know people from you know their their company come on and 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 join them and whatnot. It's no limit. You can have with whoever you want. Where's your creativity? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You have no limit, right? And that's where is your creativity? Thank you, because I'm with you on that. Look, Icon redid a Blackpink song. They had Lisa on. That was oh. great. The performance was great. It was great. It was great. That's fine. It was. Okay, it was bad. It was awesome. Like, I bopped out to it. It was great. Look. It was great. I love Stray Kids, but they mashed up one of their songs in a Blackpink song. I'm like, why? Why? Y'all were good enough to not even do that. Y'all didn't need a Blackpink song. Y'all have they millions didn't of songs just sitting there. Right. It's true. But when Bangtan, I'm sorry, when Bangtan was sitting sitting in there and he he did the Blackpink song and he was like, I was I had the same click in my head when I saw his face. I was like, boy, if you if you do, I'm gonna hit you with that do 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 do. I was like, boy, if you go there and we have the same thought in that process. And he did it. I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes! But like, he still, he didn't, he, it, it, again, he had no limit. He didn't need to limit himself like that. Yeah. It was still a good mashup though. It was a good mashup. I love the stage performance. I love the homage to Deadpool, which if you have, if you don't live under a rock, you, you know what that's turned into, so I'm not going to go into that. But okay, so they <laughs> mashed up God's Menu and Do Do Do. It was great. Again, bomb performance. I loved it. I don't. I can't get enough. It's really great. Good. You know? And I can't remember what SF9 did because I felt it was so lackluster. It hasn't stuck in my brain. I actually kind of dozed off on that performance, to be very honest with you. <laughs> I don't know if it was SF9 or if it was the boys. You know what? Let's do a quick look up. <laughs> Wait, I'm yes. sorry. 
I felt like uh, the boys had like this kind of Indiana Jones thing going on. Okay, so what? So it must have been when they did, they did um, Taman's move. Oh yeah, that's FSF Nine did Taman's move instead of one of their own songs. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I love Taman's move. And okay, and okay, all right. At one point in time in the song. It was like looking at six or seven or nine tamens, okay? At one point in time, it was. I was like, oh, they are right on. But it again, it was a tad bit lackluster. And then at the end, when they decided to go outside and get wet, I was like, what for? I don't understand that part. I was like, why did that even happen? What was the point? Okay, so in the movie, I mean, I'm sorry, listen to me, in the movie. In Taman's video, he was dancing in the rain, okay, outside in an alley. Why weren't y'all dancing in an alley outside? You know, like, y'all could have emulated that, but you didn't. I don't get it. I don't like. Yeah, I, like, I understand. Like, outside, it was in the video. Standing in the rain. But, like, you just already did all this other stuff, but now you just want to walk outside and just stand in the rain? Just to stand in the rain. Yeah, and it was just, and they were just standing. And I was like, eh, okay. Like, I don't That's understand. It. Y'all not going to, like, bust out, like, a dance or anything? Like, this is it. Oh, oh, so y'all just standing there in the rain huh okay yeah next <laughs> i get i love i and Taman's move was such a really it's a good song it's sexy and they all had the crop tops on and they were doing their thing and the dancing was really, really good. But again, it just was, you have no limit and you limit yourself creativ creatively. It was annoying. Yeah. It was just annoying. And then the boys, I don't honestly remember what their song was either. Neither and do I. I the, the performance. Again, I'm not saying it was bad. It was just a little lackluster for me. For a no limit performance, I felt there was a lot of limitations. And it was very Indiana Jones, in my opinion. So don't at me. That's just my opinion. You know, I right. love that the boys in ATs were the only ones to fully do their own songs. Yeah. I like that B2B used... Um, finale is the song that they I think that they performed because they had never performed it on stage before so it was their gift yeah. with their melody I love the Broadway yeah. feel the, the whole I Broadway production too. I thought they made very good use of their no limit they did like they really did I also it was, cute. It was so cute and I loved it from beginning to end like, it, I thought it was a Broadway show, and it wound up being a show within a show within a show. Right. And it was really, really cute. 
It was what like a La La Land kind of theme. It was right? very La La Yeah, La. it was a La La Land. That's what they were yeah, going like, for. Was was that mm-hmm. old Hollywood, uh, you know, La La Land kind of feel, and they got it. I like it. And yeah. for eighties, bringing La Poème, the opera oh. singers, uh, into their performance and incorporating yeah. that opera into Say My Name. Because I'm not going to say that it was a mashup by any means. It wasn't a traditional mashup, if we will. You know? Right. It went from Say My Name to the opera and then back to Say My Name. I'm trying to think of the name of the opera that it was, but it went, it went so well together. And I was sitting there thinking like, Wow, who knew that was going to work out as well as it did? I was just like, I, I was like, dang, it really, really worked out well. I was like, okay, yeah. I loved afterwards after the performance. They were all like, you know, hey, we, you know, the opera singers were like, hey, we really like you guys, and like, no, we wouldn't. Hong Jun was like deeply bowing to them, like, no, we like. You. Yeah, we love you guys. And like, and then like, you still listen to us? Like, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was really, that was cool. I just love their humility, period. So yeah. Um, where were we at? Oh, Did you mention the Stray Kids yet? Yeah, we already, yeah, we already talked about Stray Kids. Yeah. Girl, are you paying attention to what we're talking about? Girl, I'm lost, man. I'm lost we again. We literally just talked about 80s. We talked about SF9. We talked about we talked about them all. We talked about them all. So we did them all in the no limit. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm missing something more. No, they no. were just we Yeah, go watch. Boys. It. We talked yeah, about we SF9. We talked about B2B. We, we didn't about, talk about, yeah, we talked about Icon because they brought in Lisa. They brought in Lisa. My girl, Lisa, did her thing, thing. Yeah. She be doing her thing, thing, thing. I love Lisa. We talked yeah. about them all, yeah. Yeah, we talked about them all. I and still, then, I, y'all, there's really nothing left except for, like, now you get into, like, episode, into the, the final episode. Yeah, the final episode. Because, like, what y'all don't understand is that we're talking about 6 through 10, but these are overlapping episodes. So episode 6 started off with Sports Day, and uh, that's the only one that ended with Sports Day. I thought it ended on 7. Did Sports Day end on 7? I think Sports Day ended on We already established that these episodes are about an hour... And a half to almost two hours. Yeah, it it really blends together. Yeah. Um, So everything we're talking about, like a lot of what we're talking about, is happening within one episode. Yeah. (laughs) Just to let you know, most of the things we talked about happened between realistically between episode seven and episode nine. Right. Because, like, episode 10, we haven't even talked about. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really want to talk about it. I don't. I don't want to talk about it either. Cause like it's freaking three hours. There were a lot of interviews, and it it's three hours, y'all. Three hours. I don't want to talk about it. Again, Stray Kids won. They had the Kingdom Come, the, the, oh, not Kingdom Come, they had the King's Voice final song, which also made me tear up. Beautiful. But, you know, it wasn't anything spectacular happening. It's a final episode. You can really look at it on YouTube and, like, get, get the get the feel for it and then that's get, it. Get the gist of it. Get the gist of it, because, like, sitting down for three hours was not really worth it. No, I had to break it up. I, I watched it over a couple of days. Up. I did. I split it up too because I like I did not have enough time to sit down. For, I was like, this is three hours. I was like, oh hell no, nah, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> I had to like balance that shit out because it was <laughs> it was too long. It, it was, was a lot. Long. And like I sat there and like I really long. had to like talk myself into even watching it because I already yeah. knew that Stray Kids won. Yeah. I had already spoiled it for myself previously, but I wanted to see the journey to that point. You know, but like you said, it was like episode 10 is literally just confessionals, interviews, they're just talking to the camera, there's a performance. Yeah. There's a final, look, there's a final performance, but it's not, it wasn't a make it or break it. Thing, performance. They were just really performing the songs that they released for download for the competition. Right. So them performing the the uh, doing a performance for the songs that they released digitally for download had nothing to do with the final results. So I'm not even going to talk about it. You know. Right. And then after you after you've gone through like from the very first performance all the way to you know this the performance before the last performance and then you get this one it's just like oh okay (laughs) we're already up here right the the theatrics were amazing and then now you're like this and you're like oh okay Okay. all right like you outdid yourselves and now it's like oh this was fun Hi guys. This is great. <laughs> so that's a But I do want to be a part of like any voting for any other show that they could possibly do. Like right. if they do a Kingdom Legendary War again, like I do want to be a part of that. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna be able to find it. Yeah, I'm sorry. My strobe light is <laughs> strobe light. <laughs> my ring light is messing with me again. <laughs> um, I do want to be a part of that again. I mean, I, not again. I want to be a part of that period. Yeah, because it was amazing, and I I hope that <laughs> we get to see some really good performers again and then like they never let Icon do anything like this ever again. <laughs> yeah. Take away from this whole thing is a shame on YG for making Icon do this. Right? And we're just gonna wrap it this really up was. here. I hope 
everybody who's still listening has already seen it so let us know your thoughts your opinions what you think mm-hmm. about uh kingdom the legendary war and now that we're done with this emotional roller coaster we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> take a break not really oh. we're gonna take oh, a break yeah. we're not gonna do something so serious i don't know what our next episode is gonna be but it's not gonna be this <laughs> No, man. No, man. No. Hopefully, yeah, manager Nim will probably pick something, you know, fun for us to do. Like, <laughs> like maybe another Would You Rather. That sounds fun. Right. Or something like something, something a little bit more on the fun end before we do something serious. Right. But thank you guys for sticking with us. Please follow us on our YouTube channel um, and on our Instagram. That's completely or, uh, no. It's good. <laughs> all right, we're, we're on our Instagram is completely hooked. That's completely with a K. Double underscore between completely and hooked. Just for the record. If you don't know. We are also on <laughs> We are also on TikTok, so go ahead and uh, give us a like there or a follow there. We love you guys and please continue to be fans with us. Yep. Until next time, guys. We're out. <laughs>